0: back to the willow tree online. My name is Steven. I'm joined by my lovely better half and co-host
1: Christina
0: Christina and today's episode uh, is going to be kind of fun for us. Uh, we are talking about our story. Um, this is who are the Hudson's um, you might know us you might not. Who are these people on the internet that you're listening to uh, in your in your car or in your speakers? Uh, so we're we're just gonna kind of overview our story, who we are, and uh, and just some of our history because um, we have a winding road of a history as most of us do. Um, but we'll talk a little bit more about us, um, our careers, the stuff that we've done in our lives since we've known each other. We've been together for eleven years, so we'll kind of pick up. Hmm. At that point, It's really all that matters, it's our, <laughs> our time together. And uh, and then the health journey, that's a big component of um, how this podcast came about and the stuff that we're going to be talking about there. Um, our values, us dating, kind of our relationship history, and some little random facts about us that you might not know, even mm-hmm. if you know us in the real life. Ooh, Ooh. Suspense. Suspense. Um, so, as always, we're going to start with... Um, Our section, which is three highlights of the day before we kick into the main conversation. Um, So invite you to join us here. Think about your three highlights of the day as Christina kicks off with her three highlights.
1: Three highlights of the day. I had some people who listened to the first episode say, it felt like I was sitting in the living room with you. And I was like, that's exactly what you want. That's the point. So I'm imagining you're sitting here at the dining room table with us and we're just sharing our highlights. Sipping a coffee.
0: I highly recommend like a warm drink when you're listening to this, if you can. Could make you happier. Yeah, I I think so. I think a hot drink makes (laughs) everything better.
1: (laughs) It truly does. I think there's like science behind it. Okay. Three highlights of my day are one, I got to spend time with my neighbor, which was just really life-giving. It's good to get out of the house and spend time with someone else. Neighbors are great. Who love. Um, my second one was Beckett has just started vocalizing a lot. He's not talking yet. He's a little over 15 months. But he has started a lot of like sing-songy. And he laid in his crib for like 20 minutes just sing-songing himself before <laughs> sleep. And it was funny and cute and it made
0: me happy. Yeah, it's all it's all mama and variations of mama right now. And I will chase him saying, "Say daddy, say papa." And or like tonight at the dinner table, I was like, "Papa," and he looked at me and like the loudest I've ever heard him say it, "Mama!" <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> okay, fine. Tell me how you really feel. <laughs> so, he says it every once in a while. He's combined papa and daddy with poppy.
1: Poppy.
0: So, I think I am Poppy. <laughs> I think <laughs> <Okay>. I <laughs> I think, unless there's an Italian grandpa somewhere that he has met. Hey, Poppy. Anyway. So
1: getting out of hand. All right. My third highlight. Third highlight. Is I made chocolate chip banana muffins. And I make them like weekly, but it was a particularly delicious batch. So mm. eating that today was a big highlight for That's
0: me. It's amazing. They're really good.
1: Yeah, they're really good.
0: If you ever have the chance to have one,
1: I can <laughs> highly I'll recommend it. I'll share the it. recipe sometime. I highly recommend it. Okay. So All right, my, one, yep. Yeah,
0: my three highlights. Great. Um, I had a couple of great conversations today. One with somebody in the UK who I met on LinkedIn recently. We connected and he is a little bit ahead of me in his kind of copywriting freelance marketer journey. I was like, I'd love to talk to you and hear how it's gone for you. And he was like, yeah, let's do it. So. Got to talk with him, hear his great accent for half an hour. And that was really encouraging. And then talked with a former coworker of mine as well for a really long time. And that was just great to connect with people. I love, love connecting, love conversations with folks. If you and want to make
1: Steven's day, just call him on call the phone. Me. If you, you want to break my day and make my brain shatter and make me anxious, call me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like, well, okay, that's actually funny because I do phone calls like, for my work but like random phone calls mm-hmm. if my phone just rings i'm like who is it why are you calling me what's happening
0: yeah it it I, overwhelms I, me i used to be like that i used to be like that and that <laughs> i've slowly kind of branched out um from that and now i
1: tell I prefer us are it. you and i love it when my phone randomly rings or it kind of stresses me? i'm out? gonna
0: guess 99 percent of our listeners are the it stresses me out when the phone rings <laughs> randomly It's so bad
1: you can't comment on a podcast yeah all right. Yeah,
0: you can email us though. Email us. Number two, um, Christine is giving me the two sign. Go faster. Uh, second highlight was um, uh, Beckett. <laughs> I was sitting on the couch, uh, working on something on my computer, and Beckett like comes up, crawls onto the couch, and then just like lays across me. Just like puts his head on my chest and just lays there, and that was just a really sweet moment. Very random. And then I think uh third highlight was um, uh, where we had waffles for oh. dinner. And waffles are just always a highlight. Whenever homemade you have waffles, waffles. Homemade waffles.
1: This was not your average ego waffle.
0: Uh, father-in-law's recipe, Dwight's recipe, yeah. so good.
1: If you know, yeah. you know.
0: Those are the highlights.
1: All right. So now we move
0: into our core content. So we're talking about us talking about Stephen's our story
1: energy tonight just to let you know it's 10:15 p.m. recording this and <laughs> steven's energy is like a 22 on the scale of 1 to 10 which is awesome we need it need it got
0: to bring it Beckett's to sleep
1: compensating for mind <laughs> all right So let's head into the core content. We are going to just share a little bit more about who we are so this can live in the feed of episodes in case someone stumbles upon it. Um, But do you want to share how we're going to start, Stephen?
0: Yeah, so we're going to start by reading um, this kind of manifesto that we wrote. Um, You can see it on our website, willowtreeonline.com. And we spent some time, you know, kind of crafting this to say, like, who, what is this about? What, are, what is our intention for this space? Yeah. Um, if you, as you get to know us, you'll find that intention is really important to mm-hmm. us. Um, if I had one word to kind of define us and, mm-hmm. and our focus, it's we try to be very, very intentional about really everything in our lives. Um, so we wanted to do the same thing with um, kind of this manifesto. So Christine is going to read that because I think it a, does a good job describing, you know, what we're about here.
1: Yeah. Okay. So about the Willow Tree Online Podcast, we believe that beauty and suffering can coexist. That a life rich in meaning and presence is worth pursuing every single day. In our nine years of marriage, we've faced suffering, pain, chronic illness, and deep loss, alongside so much beauty and blessing. Our journey has led us to explore what truly matters when it much is stripped away, and we're here to tell you that life is so beautiful, even in the shadows. The Willow Tree Online is our way of bringing our home to you. It's everything we've learned about finding beauty in suffering, hope in darkness, and peace in the storms. It's delving into the journey of living a meaningful life despite trials that come. It's sharing everything we've learned about cultivating wholeness in heart, health, And home. Through this content, we pray that you experience greater joy in your heart, greater health in your body, and greater peace in your home despite the winds and the waves of life. That is our manifesto, and what we come back to when we think about episodes that we want to create um, is it essentially anchored in these concepts of creating greater wholeness in our physical health in our emotional health in our relationships things like that
0: yeah how does it feel reading that
1: good mm-hmm. we worked hard on that manifesto and it still always rings true yeah it's good to have kind of a true north I think yeah. that you keep going back to it's like yeah okay that stay in line with that
0: yeah that's what it feels like to me too like I, I hearing you read it in reading along, Mm -hmm. you know, it's this feeling of, of, ah, yeah, that that's right. You know, Mm -hmm. and we didn't just sit down and pop that out the first time it took some revising and editing and, but we got there and it's, it's been this really great thing that we come back to often, you know, it's kind of like a life, (laughs) a life manifesto and an interesting just context for the willow tree online. You know, this is a public podcast now, but it started out as a private membership where we were doing a bit more content every Mm -hmm. month Um, and through some feedback and just reflection, we decided to just move forward with a podcast and make it public. But but even before that, our vision is to have this physical space where people can come and stay and rest and kind of experience everything that we just talked about in the manifesto. Mm -hmm. And we created that at our home out in the country of Tennessee in 2020, we had somebody booked out coming every month month for all of 2020. It was like we were, and it wasn't like a guest home. It was just our guest room in our house, but it was still that intention of
1: having people, a a
0: respite space for people to come to. And then we all know what happened (laughs) in 2020 and all of that had to get, everybody canceled. Mm -hmm. Um, and rightly so. And it was just, what do we do with this? How can, we, how can we still share this that we care so much about with people? And so we came up with, well, how, how about we do it online? That's why it's called Willow Tree Online. Um, and it was, how can we bring that experience that we wished we could bring to mm-hmm. people in our home? How can we bring that online? So that's the context for it. That's kind of what it was birthed out of. So yeah. That's what we're all about. Yeah. So let's dive into kind of talking about um, our stories. Okay. And um, how we met. I think that's how we're gonna start is just how we met and you'll get a, a bit a better sense of who we are and why you should listen to what we have to say.
1: Oh no. <laughs> just kidding. a lot
0: of pressure. Just kidding. Yeah. Let not not pressure <laughs> there. Get get to know us. Uh, how did we how did we meet?
1: Christina. Um, well, this is just going to be a brief overview. We're going to like delve into all of these topics in future podcasts. Yeah, we'll share briefly more. how we met. Basically, we knew each other.
0: This is the Cliff Notes version.
1: Yeah, we knew each other in high school. We went to the same, we were kind of in the same friend circle, but definitely weren't like interested in each other um, romantically. And then in college, we both ended up going to Arizona State University, but I was actually doing online. School at the time because I was so sick and so Stephen ran into a mutual mutual friend randomly and he our friend said oh I talked to Christina the other day and Stephen was like oh how's she doing and he said she's actually going through some stuff you should reach out to her and Stephen being like the sweet, most caring guy he is, was like, all right, I will. So good old Facebook Messenger Yep, messaged, me message.
0: Messaged her on Facebook I Messenger. I
1: saw, oh, Stephen Hudson. Okay, I'll respond to that later. And like two <laughs> weeks later, I I wrote him back. Um, yep.
0: And then and out of spite, I'd waited two weeks. And i the... No, just
1: kidding. No. <laughs> um, yeah, and so, you know, I kind of shared what was going on. And we just started going back and forth of like talking and, On Facebook Messenger. And gradually the conversations got longer and richer. And Stephen definitely knew before I knew that he had interest in me Mm -hmm. romantically. Um, But then we ended up going on some dates. And it kind of just like... I feel like our relationship grew really slowly. But then... Like, also, you knew all along that mm-hmm. you wanted to marry me. I did. So maybe it grew slowly for me. <laughs> That's maybe.
0: No, I think it still grew slowly. Even if I had that inkling yeah. in the back of my mind, I think it was still, it was a pretty steady incline yeah. the whole the whole way.
1: Yeah. So. so that was kind of a brief overview. We yeah. And that we was, like, we
0: started talking in, like, the fall, um, and then started dating the following, like, spring, like, February-ish. And then we were engaged the following February. And then we were married the following January. So it was about two... I don't two, remember any of those you know,
1: dates. So I'm so glad your brain works like I that. know them all. Yeah. I know, you. I You're know all so the dates.
0: amazing. My, my uh, disordered brain latches onto details like my that
1: birthday sometimes when people ask me for my birthday someone asked me your last four digits of my ven my phone number for venma the other day and i literally told them the wrong numbers and seems like that's not your phone number <laughs> so don't count on me okay that's the moral of that story yes <laughs> um, okay next little part is education and career what did we study and what did we do do you want to start do you want me to sure
0: i can start okay um, what did so you go to school for? I, yeah, so like we said, I went to Arizona State University. We are both from born and raised in Phoenix, Arizona. Uh, we lived in Boston for a few years, and then we went back to Phoenix, and now we're in Nashville, and we've been in Nashville uh, since 2019. So we've been here for a few years, uh, but I went to Arizona State. I went to school for mu- for music. I uh, I have an orchestral Percussion performance degree.
1: He's so good, you guys. The
0: job market is hot, let <laughs> me tell you. For all those classically trained percussionists, all those
1: marimba <laughs> players out there. Uh,
0: yeah, but I, I did. Um, yeah, I, I was, I, I was classically trained as a percussionist for like my entire life. Like I started playing. We have video of me. It's like a two-year-old He's playing drums. He's absolutely
1: incredible. People um, don't understand. They're like, "Oh, that's cool," and then you actually like see him playing. you're like, "What is happening?" He's so good.
0: Yeah. So I that was I played keyboard instruments like marimba and xylophone. The marimba is like the big xylophone. Yeah. Um, and then like if you were to go to a symphony or something, what the percussionists do in the back, like all that stuff, um, played all that. And then I also took jazz lessons while I was there, jazz drum set. So have a lot of drum set experience and all that jazz. Um, so yeah, went to school for that, got my bachelor's in that. Um, we got engaged my senior year of college. And so kind of coming out of that, um, we was trying to figure out like, okay, what do we do? I had this performance opportunity um, that w- was kind of hanging over our heads like, okay, this is going to happen, but we don't know when. So I had to get a job out of college because I was like, well, I got to get a job so that we can get married and like we can start our lives. And so somehow I got connected with this third party freight shipping logistics (laughs) company. (laughs) Say that five times fast. But basically, like you've got person, you know, A in Wyoming needs to ship 40 (laughs) tons of rock to person B in Texas. How do they find a truck to do that? Um, you talk to me <laughs> uh, this, this sh- sh- uh, freight shipping logistics company. So did that very randomly. very natural transition from music performance there. Um, but I had some, had some fun there, and then um, my performance opportunity came into play, uh, which is Blue Man Group. Um, I had always wanted to play and perform with Blue Man. I'd loved them since I was in junior high. Um huge life goal of mine was like, man, that would be that's a dream if I could do something like that someday. And um right the summer after my I graduated from college, I auditioned for Blue Man in LA. I made it through auditions. They invited me to come train. Um, but that was a like unknown time frame. It was just you're on the list. We'll call you when it's your turn. Um, it'll probably be next year sometime. And so You know, got that shipping logistics job. And then in, you know, the following March or like five months later, six months later, they called and said, hey, you're up if you want to come. So um, did that, um, trained for Bluemaker, went to New York, trained and performed in New York for a a few weeks for the training program. Um, They ended up saying, I mean, this is a whole other episode, (laughs) the whole Blue Man thing. Um, They ended my training. Because they wanted me to get more acting experience. So we were left in this limbo of, you know, i had been getting great feedback. We were kind of planning on, you know, it's like, all right, I'm going to be a blue man. And then that kind of got dropped. And it was this big question of, well, now what do we do? And um, we had, they had the, they left the door open for me. It was like, if you want to go get acting training, you can try again later. And so we were like, well, this is the time to do it. If we're going to do it, you know, we're going to wait for a few years and then come back. So um, we picked a city that had some acting training and that we were excited to go to. And we went to Boston, went to Boston. And I was trying to find a job in Boston. And that was when I started at Apple Retail. I got into Apple Retail, like kind of on accident. That's I was just, cool. a, I was just applying to jobs, you know, and I was we like, some I had connections <laughs> there though, not at Apple. We didn't have any connections at Apple, did we?
1: Yeah. I oh. won't name the names because I don't oh, know. Oh, okay.
0: In here. Cool. Well, great. I guess we had some connections at Apple. Thanks, Steve. <laughs> Steve Jobs. Um, yeah. And So I, I applied and made it in and then worked at Apple retail for a couple of years, did a couple stores, um, did acting training in Boston. For the time that we were there.
1: If you know acting.
0: Yep. And so I did, it was a Michael Chekhov acting training technique. I did that for a year, life changing. That's a whole other conversation. Um, And uh, went back to Blue Man and said, Hey, I've done acting training. I'd like to try again. Re auditioned. And and they said, Wow, you've grown so much. Um, You're like, whatever you did was amazing. But we've determined that you're actually not right for the role. So, like you as kind of a more developed actor, that's great. You're just not what we need. So, that was really hard, really tough. We moved back to Phoenix, still at Apple. And then I transitioned into marketing. And so, I started, uh, I wanted to do, I wanted to build websites. And I happened to connect with this guy who was in digital marketing, and he said, I don't think you want to build websites. <laughs> I think you, I think you should be a marketer. I think you, what you're actually wanting is marketing. It's that tech, the psychology, the art kind of creativity. I was like, sure, I'll try it. And so started at that agency and learned a lot. It was so fun and loved it. And then kind of moved from there, bounced around to a couple of different companies and marketing roles. Um, to now what I'm doing now, which is, um, what are you doing for, now? I am what a, that,
1: where does that leave Steven? Now?
0: Where does that leave me now? I am now <laughs> a freelance marketer. I am a, um, a messaging and copywriting, uh, strategist and expert. Um, I write websites. I help people c- say what they want to say clearly. Um, so if you have a business or something that you're trying to communicate and just doesn't feel like it's resonating, um, that's kind of my job is to come in and make sense of that, bring it out on the other side. So, yeah, yeah. super fun. Grow their,
1: grow their brand. and
0: Yeah, it's all about growing your brand, engaging with your audience, creating content that resonates or that accomplishes some goal. So for some people, they want you to, you know, you want people to schedule a call with you or or buy a product. Or if you're trying to teach something, you want. You want the person to learn what you're teaching, but you have to communicate it clearly in a way so that it accomplishes that goal. So that's, it's that whole process. It's really, really fun. Um, and uh, yeah, so now I'm, I'm doing that full time brings us to this moment right now at this kitchen table. That is <laughs> Steven
1: <That is> <laughs>
0: in a nutshell. Yeah. Um, so Christina over to you. What is, uh, what's your education background? I
1: don't have a giant epic blue band story tucked into mine, (laughs) but, um, my education is that I graduated from Arizona state university and had a, have a communications degree there. Um, some of my other like training and certifications are, I'm yoga certified. Um, I am also certified partially through Montessori. I worked for a Montessori school and became like a certified Montessori assistant for a while. Um, And then I have an integrative health certification from the Institute of Integrative Nutrition. So that's kind of my education. And then within there, I've taken a lot of courses on like vocation and presence and breath work and things like that. Um, But it all started truly at the good old restaurant of chilies. I was a hostess <laughs> with black pants and a red shirt with a bright chili. I smelled mm-hmm. like onion every night. My poor parents.
0: <laughs> fajitas. I
1: felt smelled like fajitas. I only think
0: of fajitas when I think, you know,
1: they smell good fresh. Fajitas. They don't smell good when they come home on your clothes. It's just a I different thing. I believe it. Um, but I did that. And then I spent years working with children who had special needs and, um, worked with, yeah, lots of different age groups. And, um, that was still one of the best seasons of my life. Um, it was worked with the most spectacular humans. So I did that for a while. And then, um, when we lived in Boston, I continued that work. And I also was teaching yoga at a yoga studio in Boston, which I loved. Um, and then I transitioned to being an assistant at a Montessori school in Boston. And I actually taught children's yoga there, which was a whole whole so circus. So cool. It was so great. Um,
0: that was one of my favorite things to watch <laughs> her do. It was so great.
1: Teaching yoga to three-year-olds is epic. They're so flexible. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then I like skip hop after that. Um, decided to go back to school for integrative health certification because I had, I had gone deep into my own journey and decided like I learned so much that I wanted to actually be certified to help other people. And so about four or five years ago, and then I started working one-on-one with clients. Once I was certified, um, basically helping them, I do like calls one-on-one calls or zoom calls where I help women just basically move into greater wholeness like mentally and physically um so that brings us to now what I'm doing is um I like to call it integrative health mentoring um just really coming alongside women whether or not they have like a physical um physical illness or not some do but some don't Um, It's really just coming alongside them and helping them move towards greater wellness in their emotional health and in their physical health and their relationships and just like holding space for people so that they can just pursue more wholeness in their life. That was something that was, has been critical for me for my whole life is like having mentors and people who came alongside me. So I really love doing that work with women now and that is something that I I offer and I have availability still. So if that's something ever that someone listening to this wanted to talk more about, um, you can email me because I have spaces open for more mentorees. Um, but also and primarily, that's very, very, very part time as I'm mostly a homemaker and a mama to my boy. And that Maybe is that get- my, my favorite job is being a homemaker, a wife and a mom.
0: And you're incredible at it.
1: Thank you. So that is my little journey of yeah. some education. Yeah, that's background. the education
0: piece. So now let's let's move on and dive into um, your health journey. Yes, and that is the the more um, kind of the core the core thing you know that um, has defined a lot of our I feel like a lot of our life. Um, yeah, for the last, for the last it while.
1: has a big. Some chapters feel like, uh, they're longer and bigger and thicker than others. And that's definitely, so I'm just going to give like a really brief play by play. We'll go into this in a lot of different capacities in the podcast.
0: Well, and, and for, you know, if you're, if you're still with us at this point, thanks by the way for listening, but you know, there's a lot of information out there about, there's a lot of podcasts about health, about gut health and nutrition and that kind of stuff. There's a lot of videos. There's a lot of people you could listen to, um, but to me, we we're both researchers. We love to research. We love to to absorb information and learn. And for me, as objectively as I can, like what we're about to talk about here is what kind of differentiates to for me, like Christina, and really us, like our life wisdom that we've kind of got. Like we have gone through. Some really intense things, um, and, and a lot of people have, you know. But this is um, living with chronic illness um, and navigating that. It really is a different. It's a different thing. So this is really what I feel like kind of gives us the credibility to talk about some of the stuff that we are going to talk about on this podcast. And not to say like, look at us, how great we are. You should listen to us, but like this is i just i guess what i'm trying to say is like we have lived this out Mm -hmm. you know this isn't just good ideas that we've heard like we have um we've gone through it we've gone through a lot and have come out the other side so context
1: yeah and this is a big topic that we'll go deeper into um In future podcasts in different capacities, but basically, just an overview for someone who doesn't know me. I'm diagnosed with POTS dysautonomia, which is postural orthostatic tachycardia syndrome. And um, that's something that I live with and that affects me every day in small or big ways, but my health journey started really back in like 2009. I started having some really intense gut issues and,
0: and that was like high school. Yeah. I was like a you. junior yeah. in
1: high school. Um, but it was like not super bad at first. Um, but I was having a lot of gut issues. I had traveled overseas. So when I came back, I was diagnosed with like parasites and pinworms, but we did some treatment Thought it was all okay. Mm-hmm. Thought this was all just kind of part of the healing process, and so kind of just carried on with my life and yeah. was able to keep working. But I was very yeah. like
0: we met or we started talking during that. Like that was that that kind of, that state kind of lasted. Yeah, through.
1: I was pretty well managed. Like it, it hadn't like we crashed. Got married, my life we yet. moved
0: to Boston. Like all of that stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah.
1: Yeah, and I I was just very like well managed. I was diagnosed with like 27 food allergies. Yeah, wild. It was just um tender walking a tightrope a bit, but to me it was just kind of normal and we weren't really sure what was going on. But then in 2016, I had like a huge crash, I'd say, where I just remember being so sick and realizing like this is taking over my life and I remember calling my mom from my apartment floor one day because I it was like hard to stand up. I was in so much gut pain and I was just like, I need help. We need to see a doctor and I don't know which doctor to go to. So we ended up going um, to an incredible naturopathic doctor. She ran a ton of tests. This was after I had already had, my medical history is insane. Like yeah. I had already had every test in the books, endoscopy, colonoscopy, barium studies. Yeah. I had done yeah. it all.
0: Well, and, and you'd gone through treatments. I mean, like, yeah, like big, big round of, like, antibiotics right. the first round. And then they did another round that was, like, it was so intense. It, like, carpet bombed your insides, yeah, you know, to, to try to get rid of Trying everything. Trying to kill
1: whatever pestilence was in there. Yeah. Um, because there was also, I came back with unknown protozoa was a lot of, was on my medical records a lot. Like, there was basically something that they couldn't figure out what it was. So yeah. They didn't know how to kill it. So they were like, well, let's just... Yeah. try everything yeah. so um anyways she ran some tests found some very clear issues going on there was a whole laundry list of things i had overgrowths and undergrowths in my gut bacteria yeah. flora um so i went through a treatment which i won't go into now but we talk about it on another podcast maybe um it was Probably the hardest thing I well, no, giving birth was. But it was one of the hardest <laughs> things. things. Yeah. Um I remember like crying to Steven one night. We were trying to take a walk and I just said, I can't do this. Like I didn't I didn't think I was going to make it through the treatment. I thought it was going to like literally kill me. Like yeah, it was it was yeah. so hard. Um it was really
0: hard. So really
1: We got through it though. Yeah. Did test again, everything was clear. It was like the bad things were killed. So it's almost like I was just this like um, desolate field in my gut, basically. So, like, all the bad was gone, but also all the good was gone. And I had to start with like one morsel of bread yeah. to like try to restart yeah. my gut, um, which is why I have a lot of knowledge in gut health yep. and things like that. Um, That I work with people on a lot. But yeah, so after that, that was like in 2017. And then by 2019, I was still having a ton of symptoms. It was this laundry list of symptoms that we couldn't figure out. Like, well, why do I still, why am I getting dizzy spells? Why is my vision getting weird?
0: Sleeping a long time, feeling totally exhausted. Um, Yeah, getting like faint and like dizzy randomly throughout the day. Having
1: temperature dysregulation. Just all these kind of like.
0: Can't heat up, can't cool down, mm -hmm. you know. All All these strange
1: symptoms. And Stephen was always headfirst into trying to figure out what's going on. And there was a night where he came to me in our little apartment in the kitchen. And he had big tears in his eyes. And he said, I think I figured it out. And I was like, what? He's like, I think I know what you have. And I was like, well, that's nice. We've had that thought 10 million times. And he's like, no, listen to this. And he um, basically, he had put a bunch of pieces together and a bunch of symptoms and read some things off. And he's like, I think you have this thing called POTS. So that started us on this journey of um, identifying, like, is it really POTS? And then getting the diagnosis and then going to see a specialist for that. So... Basically, though, that was when the real healing started happening, I think. And that's where it was like, okay, I know what rocks are in my backpack now. Mm -hmm. So now I can start training with them and figure Mm -hmm. out how to actually hike this hill called life with all these rocks in my backpack. But now looking back, I mean, four years later from you know, being diagnosed and.
0: Wow. Four years.
1: It's incredible because my life now, like I still have POTS. I probably will have POTS for a long time, maybe forever, but I am in a totally different place than I was at that time. Like I am so high functioning um, with POTS and it still affects me, but it doesn't control my life anymore. And mostly it's been because of this journey we've been on and um I chose to work with my body in the modality of just dietary and lifestyle changes and working with different helpers and healers um, and gaining a lot of education and trying things and troubleshooting my body um not everyone does that some people choose different you know ways to manage their symptoms and there's not one right or wrong way but that's been my journey and so that's Partially or maybe fully, why I'm really passionate about just coming alongside people, offering whatever knowledge I can to help them if they have issues similar to what I've experienced, um, or maybe they don't. But I understand that suffering is such a lonely journey sometimes, in any capacity. Yeah, and so holding space for that because through all those years and still there are days where you really have to like go after the light. So the darkness doesn't just yeah. eat you. Um, and yeah, that's kind of been part of our story. So maybe that was a little lengthy, but
0: yeah, no, I, that was great. That was great. And I, it's, it's hard to summarize because it's, it's really hard <laughs> to summarize. There are so many, like y- you don't, you don't get the, you don't get the nuance of yeah. living with it, you know? And, how hard you have to fight. Um, there's a song that we can link to in the show notes um, where, um, that we were actually featured in. We were featured in the music video for this song, but the songwriter wrote this line. It said, you work twice as hard to get half as far. And that line still makes me cry when I hear it because it's the most true statement I've, I've heard about watching you go through all of this for the last you know, however many years, it's like, you work so hard just to function and you do it so well. And because of your dedication to learning and working and being diligent with your body and like soaking in like what works and like you, you test it on yourself, you know, you're Mm -hmm. like, all right, I'm going to try this thing. I'm going to learn, I'm going to eat this way. I'm going to eat this way. I'm going to try this. And like, you've just figured out what works. And to the point that We've got a healthy and like chunky fifteen month old. He's a chunkers, um, and your and your body like birthed him, and you're feeding him, and you've got like a milk supply forever, and <laughs> he's so healthy and nutritious, and like we, I I had my doubts that your body would even be able to bring a baby yeah, to term. You know, we like all We did. was like there was. It's like how is it doing this? It's but, a miracle. But yeah, it's and just because of your dedication and your application as well. It's not just information, but you like apply it and you live it and you've infused your body with so much health that like you're able to do what you do. And it's yeah amazing. And I think
1: there's also something to say. I just wanna make sure that we touch too on like I know I I wonder if some people maybe listening and are like, I've I do everything I possibly can totally. and I'm still on this part of the journey. Maybe I I haven't been able to experience the sort of relief that Christine's experienced or whatever. I just want to bring like a little spotlight to that too. And that I think there are things in our life, whether it be like health or not, where we can give it what feels like 110% and not feel any movement. And there are areas like that in my life still too. Um, and that's part of our work here in the willow tree online Mm -hmm. is the belief that we can live a really whole life, even with broken pieces. There are going to be pieces that don't come together until the day we die that are still broken, quote unquote. But with that, we can still move into deeper wholeness. And that's what I do with integrative health coaching is that's like why I do it because I'm not here to heal people. I'm here to help them move towards more wholeness. And that, that looks sometimes it's not healing. So Yeah. Anyways. Well and
0: and you know, not we don't wanna paint like a too shiny of a picture of like current life. I mean, it's still active in your life. It's still uh-huh. something you deal with. You know, you're very very tired right now. <laughs> and uh I mean you've also you're very sleep deprived <laughs> thanks to Mr. Mr. Beckett. But you know, it's still it's not it's not gone. Yeah. You know, it still affects life and uh in but our it's life, like but... it
1: lives in the back seat now instead of the driver's seat <laughs> yeah like every day yeah. still i'm so grateful like i can make all the meals in our family mm-hmm. i like i just i'm so grateful for how far i've gone
0: yeah it blows my mind i so, never have to so have
1: Stephen hold my hand to get me out of bed anymore like yeah it's just pretty wild but anyways yeah. we'll dig deeper into that later um let's kind of finish up here we have two other little categories our values so we talked about the manifesto yep um do you want to just briefly go through the kind of our top five values that we came up with
0: yeah so we just thinking through like the the values that we have and like what we're what you're going to hear a lot of on this podcast um first one is presence Um, that's very important to us is being as present as we can in each moment with each of our experiences including the hard. Um, that's a big thing that we, that we talk about. It's not about numbing out or shutting out or trying to escape or get rid of, you know, these, even the hard parts of our life, it's about being present to it all. Mm -hmm. Um, and, um, so that's the first thing. second thing is beauty and suffering coexist, can coexist. Um, and that's something we, that's really the core of our life. You know, it's, it's never just beauty, but it's also never just suffering. Like they are, they're it's both the
1: human experience. It's the human experience. Every single person can nod their <laughs> heads can that. Co-
0: They can coexist. And I think that journey of getting to a point where you can coexist with them, you can yeah. live and accept both of them. That's what really we're yeah. searching for. That's what we're in pursuit of with this podcast and in life. Uh, third is authenticity really being true to our values, living out our values, like in daily life, in our relationships with the people that we care about. We want to, we want to walk the walk, you know, we want to being
1: honest in like relationships. Neither me or Steven are huge fans of just like small talk. We would rather just sit with you and be like, let's just hear it. (laughs)
0: Let's, let's share it. And that's what we want to be on this podcast. We want to be authentic. We want to tell you what's really going on. And believe me. You're going to hear it. We've got some wow. stuff lined up. Wow. <laughs> you know, I don't even know. No, I'm, thinking, well, I'm thinking about like the Grand Canyon oh. conversation <laughs> we're going to have. And uh. Uh, we're going I'm going to, I'm going to be honest with you. Uh-huh. Um, uh, the fourth one is, uh, is just people, the gift of sharing space, having people over hospitality, um, engaging with people and hearing other people's stories is the most, uh, that just is what it's all about mm-hmm. to me. And, um, yeah, the fifth here is... <laughs> I said I five right
1: things. Yeah, but I just noticed there are six. There's because six. Because I'm sweet to five. Bonus!
0: Creating <laughs> um, and engaging with um, with creation in some capacity. So whether you're creating music or art or writing, like it's the act of creation or nature and through gardening. Uh, I love to garden and um, really believe in that. It's therapeutic. That's essential. Yeah, therapeutic. And then... Final is respect for all people, animals, and nature. Mm-hmm. It's a big part of what we're about. So that's the value piece. Yep. And then kind of on a, like, kind of sub those are the big values. But yeah. then, like, how does that actually play out? What are some of the practical ways yeah, that like we, the trickle we, we live that out in our, in our daily life, some stuff that we're passionate about?
1: Yeah, these are topics we'll create, like, individual podcasts around. So we have um, creating a non-toxic or less toxic home environment with like the products we use on our bodies and in our homes. Sustainable living is really important to us. So kind of this concept of, are we adding to the good of creation or are we taking from the good of creation Um, and earth and nature and then minimalism is something we're, we wouldn't consider ourselves minimalist, but we closer, do really if it's value. It's a sliding
0: scale. We're closer to the minimalist. Yeah, side, we do you know? really <laughs>
1: value minimalism. Um, plant-based nutrition, we're really passionate about that. Just nutrition in general. Um, gardening is something that we really value. Stephen's very passionate domain. about that. Yeah, um, and just using what what you have and kind of like what what is natural rather than like the so much processed things in our industrial era. Is that what we would consider this? Yeah. Um, Homemaking is something that is a value of mine that I'm really passionate about in a bunch of different capacities. Ethical shopping is also something we might talk more about um, and how like if we value people and planet – then you have to sometimes take a look behind the curtain at like where you're shopping mm-hmm. and what yeah. you're putting on your body and things like that. And we're not perfect by any means. Yep. I definitely buy a lot of things off Amazon that are not, yep. you know, ethical. But we do we do, do our best in a lot of areas yep. To, yep. to pursue that. So those are just kind of like some random ones that we brainstormed thinking about this that kind of gives you an overall snapshot so we now are going to close out the core content part with sharing random facts without details that's what this segment is called so do you want me to go through? no
0: context just just random facts about each other yeah you can okay sure
1: so basically these are just random facts if you were sitting here we would be like don't ask questions we're just gonna tell you we might tell you more later or we'll just let your mind wander with that so some of them are not that interesting but we lived in boston um we took tap classes together when we were dating <laughs> see an awesome dancer we also took samba class together one time we
0: did learn to samba
1: we learned how to samba we were both pretty good at that um, I've written a book, Intentions, which you can find on my website. Um, we did a music video. We are featured in a music video with J.J. Heller and a uh, J.J. Heller song.
0: I, I Believe in You. I and believe in you. It has almost one million views. It almost views. has a million
1: views. Um, but one of the biggest honors of our lifetime working with Joy Proudy and J.J. Heller in that and just bringing awareness to chronic illness. So.
0: Technically, those were details, but that's okay.
1: Sorry, I just oh. had to do a shout-out to Let them, though, you know? Yep. Um, okay, Stephen was diagnosed with Tourette Syndrome in the third grade. Yep,
0: I have Tourette's.
1: Um, my first choice of major and what I actually met with my college counselor about was design. Design. Didn't end up doing that. Yep. Um, went with communications instead. And Steven I, has an espresso hobby. Yep,
0: I make espresso. We we had lattes. He's while a really we were good espresso this.
1: maker. I don't um, know
0: about really good. I,
1: oh, <laughs> everyone who's come over is like that's I'm really not
0: at like espresso. a barista level, but mm, I, I I can make it. It's really good. I can make good latte.
1: Um. Okay. My favorite foods. Well, I have a lot, so this was very hard for me. I really enjoy good food, but I put on the list dark chocolate. Peanut butter, however, there are good and bad peanut butters. The peanut butter from Costco is my favorite. That's a detail. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then these wraps I'm, that we I'm get. giving her a look. These wraps the that detail. we get from this restaurant nearby called Catalina Wraps. I could eat them every night, but I won't because I'm afraid I'm going to get.
0: They're so good.
1: Sick of them if I do. Yeah. Okay. Steven, what were your favorite foods? Because I couldn't fill in the blank there.
0: Well, chocolate chip cookies. Okay. Definitely.
1: That was what oh. I thought was your number one.
0: Catalina Let's Wraps. Mm, probably our ice cream night as well
1: banana whip
0: <laughs> banana whip
1: we'll share the our special banana whip, it whip. good um
0: um secret and then, recipe. uh I can catch uh, or the most marshmallows I've caught in my mouth at a single time was twenty seven
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh. No context, no I details.
1: Okay. Oh, okay. Now the we're going to share a random fact about each other, but okay. we haven't talked about this, so we don't know which like what random thing we're going to expose about each other.
0: Yes. Okay, I'll go first. I'll share I'll a random there. fact about you. Okay. Uh, going to tell them. It's it's not bad, don't worry. Uh, Christina loves tiny utensils. <gasps> tiny things. We're talking baby cutlery to the point that we ordered baby cutlery off of amazon and we were sharing an amazon account with my dad my dad texted my sister saying (laughs) is this like does this mean something because it was like it said like baby cutlery Mm -hmm. (laughs) and she's like no christina just likes to eat with tiny forks and spoons (laughs) uh so christina likes i am
1: who i am okay steven's is that he has botan Botanical.
0: <laughs> I don't know how That's you're going to finish that. It's not the right that. word.
1: He has, um, like, things in his eyeballs. Intact. But people don't know what they are. What are, are they? Plastic. He has little plastic They're, tubes. It's
0: like, yeah, it's that like work. Polymer. We can't yeah. give details,
1: but he has plastic tubes inserted into his eyes because he has a degenerative eye disease. And yep. we had to do, well, we didn't have to do the surgery.
0: I did. He did the surgery. I did.
1: Anyways, that's a random fact. That is you. a
0: very, I'm, I'm, a, I have bionic eyeballs. Yeah.
1: I feel like I should list them more. That doesn't expose anything weird about you. I mean, that's kind of that's weird. From,
0: it's pretty weird. I'll show you in person if you ever, if we ever meet. All right, you that's know, hold all up I, a Hold up a flashlight to my eye and you can see it.
1: That's all I can think about.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, he also sneezes so loud. <laughs> <laughs> like how come so you're long? sharing more
0: facts you okay. said one now I need to do another one about you
1: oh we're out of time for that we're segment. out of time
0: oh bummer
1: alright so we just want to wrap up with um, sharing or kind of a creating some application for yeah, we always
0: want to somehow share how or encourage you to apply the main conversation the core content to your life like how do you apply it how do you incorporate it somehow into your into your life and so you know we've just shared we've just spent a long time sharing our story with you parts of our story so hopefully you know us a little bit better Um, hopefully you've got gotten to laugh with us a little bit Um, but you know this process for us is really helpful and interesting and to sit through and go, yeah, like what is our story? What are these high points and low points? What makes us who we, what has shaped us to the people we are today? And we've got a lot of value out of doing that. So kind of want to encourage you to do the same thing. Um, take some time and think through who are you? What has shaped you to be who you are? Um, maybe you've had some hard diagnoses Um, maybe you've had hard health things that are still unresolved. Maybe, I think we, we, we've all gone through things, right? So, um, you know, what are those things good and bad? What
1: what values have those created? Yeah. And
0: what, exactly. What values have those created? What do you value now as a result of that? And you can do it with yourself. Obviously you can do it with a, a partner or your spouse and, um, and, We've just found it creates really rich dialogue, even if it's just you. It's rich interior, internal dialogue with yourself, you know. Mm. And, um, yeah, I would highly encourage you to do that. We'd love to hear that. If you end up writing it down, send it to us. We'd love to see it.
1: Yep. All right. Yeah.
0: Anything else on the heart and home?
1: I don't think so I think that's it I was going to say let's just end it and not do Whimsy and Delight but you know if you've been with us for an hour you deserve some Whimsy and Delight I mean wow I thought this was going to be like a 20 minute podcast and nope really long our okay, story okay let's end with our Whimsy and Delight yeah, segment and then delight. so this what is our you? little segment of what we've been enjoying lately or what's been bringing us Whimsy and Delight so Stephen yeah. what's one thing you've been just enjoying lately mm.
0: What have I been enjoying lately? I've been enjoying uh, this YouTube channel called uh, Film Theory. Ooh, I, just, I just discovered it. It's been around apparently for a very long time like hmm. eight years, seven years. But he just, it's a really funny YouTube channel where he takes a film and like breaks down, like, you know, how could you survive this monster in this film or whatever. And he kind of breaks down logical pieces and Mm. clues that you get from the movie. So that's been, I've been enjoying watching some of those lately when I'm doing dishes or whatever.
1: I love that. I, mine is funny. It's a viewing thing too. I've been enjoying, we've been watching for like the 10th time, but um there's a Josh Garrels documentary called The Sea in Between and you can find it on YouTube and Yeah, Josh Garrels is one a of my favorite Yeah,
0: favorite musicians. It's just Incredible a really music. cool,
1: inspiring, calming documentary.
0: Yeah, and regardless, I mean he's a Christian, but regardless of your spirituality, I think you'll find It's a rich value documentary in it.
1: Yeah. yeah. So I'm going to say that's been bringing me whimsy and delight. And what's the best thing you've eaten lately, Stephen?
0: I'd say your double chocolate cookies. Oh, we better go get some of those Those are so this. good. And that okay. was kind of an experiment, right? You just kind of whipped those out one day. She said, yeah. like, check out these cookies I made, and they're so good.
1: Everything's good if you double on the chocolate. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the best thing I've eaten lately, Pat's self on back, I guess, but it's my homemade Irish soda bread. I really like it. And I've been making our own bread now for like, we haven't bought bread for like four months or something, maybe. Whoa, actually longer. But... It's really good. We have a slice of Irish soda bread every morning with our breakfast and I just really enjoy it. Yeah. Very nice. Signing off.
0: Signing off. Yep. Thanks again so much for sticking with us. If you're still here, um, it means a lot that you're still listening and um, wish we could be with you in person, but this is the next best thing. So thanks for listening. And uh, next episode we're going to be digging into my Grand Canyon experience so um, talking about what prompted me to um, want to hike the Grand Canyon I did a rim to rim to rim hike of the Grand Canyon um, in December of last year of 2022 so why did I do that Um, and what was the experience like and what did I learn what did I gain what did I lose from that experience And then Christina's kind of experience um, in that as well. So we'll be talking about that. That's a two-parter as well. Mm -hmm. So lots of great stuff to kind of dive into there. But thank you. We're so grateful for you. And we will see you next time under the willow tree. Bye. Bye.
1: Welcome, my dear. To the endless summer. Welcome, my dear, to eternity.